0: hello everybody welcome or welcome back to the disordered podcast my name is jamie if you're new here i am your guys's host i just really wanted to say that i don't know who else would be your host but it's me again and yeah i'm super happy you guys are here this is a very exciting moment in this podcast's history because i got a new microphone it's a really official podcasting microphone. I feel like you'll definitely be able to tell the difference, especially from that first episode. I listened back to that first episode and just cringe so much because you can hear every single breath, every single inhale, exhale, you can hear. So this one has a lovely little shock absorbent. Is that what that's called? But you know, the the thing that makes it so you don't have to hear me breathe. So really excited about that. And second little exciting thing I want to touch on is there has been so many new listeners recently. To every episode, there's been quite a number of new listeners, which is amazing. And I'm, I'm so happy that new people are tuning in and listening to what I have to say. It still is hard for me to wrap my head around that people in general are listening to what I have to say. So I did just want to say a huge... Thank you to just everyone in general for listening and supporting me in this podcast. It really does mean the world to me. So thank you. But last little housekeeping thing kind of right along with that is if you do want to support the podcast, please make sure to give it a rating on whatever streaming platform you're listening to, especially Spotify. Spotify is really big for me. (laughs) So it really, really helps not only, you know, tell me if you guys are liking the content or if you want different content, whatever, but it also helps me show up more in search engines and all that stuff and just kind of get, get the word spread a little bit more. So, okay, now that that's all taken care of, let's just jump right into today's topic. So today we are talking all about toxic gym culture and lifting culture and how it's, really just caused a lot of gyms to be a really negative space. So yeah, that's kind of why I really wanted to talk about this today. And I even thought of Planet Fitness and, you know, their mantra is that it's a judge-free zone. And, you know, people typically not Always, but typically go to Planet Fitness to start out their gym journey or just have a place where they can avoid these, you know, gym crazy, protein loving superhumans. And the more you think about it, it's just kind of insane that we have this entire chain of gyms created for them to not be judgmental and for people to have. A workout space where they don't feel like they're being judged. So yeah, that's, that really is what kind of got me fired up on this subject because I think the more you think into it, just the wronger, wronger, is that correct grammar? The more wrong, I don't know. But it just, it gets really, really messed up in the way that we've kind of cultivated this unhealthy mindset around working out and going to the gym in general and i think a lot of it does get glossed over because people automatically assume that if you are going to the gym that you're healthy and that there's no way to not be healthy while going to the gym and and the reality is it's a really toxic environment especially right now the modern gym culture is just really toxic so that's what we're gonna dive into so yeah the first thing i really wanted to touch on is the trends surrounding gym going and lifting in general so the first thing that comes to my mind when I say this is TikTok trends and you know these TikTok trends are everywhere of gym transformations and gym routines and all that stuff and I know that I've talked so much about how toxic social media can be on this podcast and I, I, I'm not trying to sound like a broken record or like like I don't know your mom, but I really do think it's important to know how social media is affecting every single part of your brain in every area of your life, and I think to be able to do that you you just need to deep dive into the toxic parts to kind of better your relationship with social media because I mean I still have social media, I don't plan on getting rid of it anytime soon, but I do know what's bad for me when it comes to social media, so that's kind of where I'm coming from this, not. I just want to point that out that I'm, I'm not trying to tell you that you need to delete your social media ever. So just need to say that. But with these gym trends or transformation trends, some people or, you know, even you've gotten inspired by these transformations and, you know, maybe that's what ignites your health and fitness journey. But these TikTokers are not only setting up a really unrealistic expectation for just the everyday average person but they're also you know typically promoting a really unhealthy way to achieve these results you know these tiktokers or social media influencers they're not registered dietitians nine times out of ten they're not doctors and most of the time they're not even physical trainers a lot of it like we're just seeing more and more of these tiktokers who have no background whatsoever to be influencing other people but it's just you know they they get a following and they run with it obviously and and we start listening to them you know we see how they look and the way we want to look is that in a lot of cases so we just start hanging on their every word and follow what they do to a t but the reality is every single body is completely different. So what's working for someone else and might even nourish someone else's body hardly ever works to another person exactly. You know, it just it creates this really unhealthy cycle of unobtainable goals and just setting people up for failure in general. And another huge thing when it comes to unobtainable goals in general is so many of these bodybuilders and lifters are really promoting unrealistic everyday workouts where they're maxing out on every single rep, they're drenched in sweat, dripping sweat every second of their 4-5 hour workout, they work out twice a day and I just know for me personally, I remember seeing these fitness influencers and I would go to the gym and just be so disappointed in myself because maybe i was kind of having an off day and didn't get the best workout in didn't sweat through my clothes didn't push myself to the absolute limit every single second of working out maybe i only had 30 minutes to work out 20 minutes to work out and i was just so hard on myself you know and the reality is these promotions of maxing out and lifting as much and as long as possible Not only is it totally not sustainable, but it's actually really bad for you too. And the dangers of these lifts are really promoted by just the toxicity of this modern gym culture. You know, as bodybuilders on social media continue to promote kind of this maxing out idea as the only mark of success in the gym many of these lifters are putting themselves at risk for a ton of injuries by attempting to lift weights that they're not prepared for. You know, and this leads to an increased risk of severe injuries, which could even set back someone's progress further than if they would have just not maxed out on every single rep. And so this is where pre-workout comes in typically is when people do want to just max out on their time at the gym so they will go to these pre-workout substances and I've done quite a bit of research on pre-workouts because I used to do like a protein powder or something before I worked out and just had a lot of negative effects honestly from them and the more I did the research about it um the more I realized that Typically, they're really, really highly caffeinated products, which is often mixed with other stimulants to help lifters increase their focus and just their abilities in the gym to obviously have a better performance, but the research of it shows that consuming high levels of these stimulants directly before a workout can often lead to injury as you know, it enables lifters to attempt to overload their lift without clear awareness of their limits. And one study showed that caffeine can lower the sensitivity of these receptors in your brain that processes pain. So the pain reception process is a huge part of a safe lift and a safe workout because it allows someone to realize when they might be pushing too far or you know attempting to lift too much weight but by inhabiting inhabiting inhibiting this process lifters put themselves at a high risk of overuse injury and just expecting to lift more weight on every single trip to the gym is not a healthy goal in general frequent lifters especially those who are already in good physical shape can't realistically push more weight every single day and what it boils down to is gym culture focuses on people's insecurities and encourages judgment and excluding people who don't look the part for a gym and gym culture also changes the reason why so many people work out you know instead of focusing on bettering our health and challenging ourselves gym culture kind of turns it turns fitness into this competition in a way to judge other people and a common reason people get in shape is especially nowadays i've been seeing this all over tiktok is like revenge for an ex proving other people wrong or just to get in shape for other people but fitness should and is always about ourselves you know it's just one of many ways to practice self-care but gym culture encourages others to look down at those who don't work out and some people maybe choose not to work out because they don't enjoy it and some people maybe because of health reasons, but as long as you're taking care of yourself and taking care of your body, it shouldn't matter how you do that. I've talked about this in past episodes, but if you find that through walking a lot, you love going on walks, that is a sustainable way to exercise your body and, you know, just take care of your body. You don't have to go to the gym and work out for four hours to call that self-care as long as you're listening to your body and treating it in a way that sustains a healthy living and lifestyle it doesn't matter how you do that you know it should never be about another person you going to a gym it should never be to get back at someone because it's never sustainable and never ever ever last that feeling and it just never follows through the way you want it to and a the toxic environment also starts to gatekeep gyms and working out in general, you know, saying that you have to look a certain way to be in the gym in the first place and kind of shaming people when they are at the gym, but not already in their peak shape. And gym culture kind of fosters these toxic attitudes towards individuals who are worthy of getting in shape. It's, about style over substance basically is what I'm trying to say so like a person has to look the part to get into a gym and every person deserves opportunity to feel safe and accepted and appreciated in the gym and gym culture really hurts a lot of people on the way they're feeling by focusing on these insecurities and just creating that judgmental atmosphere and excluding other people and kind of touching a little bit more on lifting cultures I don't want to get too deep into lifting culture because I'm not a part of it and I I don't really have the expertise to like have a solid opinion about what goes on in lifting culture but I do just know from friends that I have or what I've heard or what I've researched so that's just kind of what I'm going to be touching on so a lot of lifting culture does circle around disorders both eating and mental but I feel like somehow everyone just dismisses it or glosses over it because they obviously just see it a part of the world of lifting and just kind of say it's okay because they're trying to get a certain goal with these kind of unhealthy habits and something I learned while doing research for this is there's actually two different types of body dysmorphia. So the one I'm familiar with, and I think most people are in general, is just the normal body dysmorphia disorder, which is a legitimate mental illness where you can't stop thinking about one or more perceived defects or flaws in your appearance. And this law is typically super minor to where people don't notice it or it's imaginary and your brain has just kind of made it up altogether but a different form of body dysmorphia it's like a, a sub sub form I guess of body dysmorphia and it's called muscle dysmorphia and it's typically more common in guys but it's where you obsess over the belief that your body's not large enough or muscular enough so again this is a real mental illness where your brain tricks you basically into thinking that your body is small and weak when the reality is it's completely normal or maybe even above average muscle wise and this is a huge phenomenon in lifting culture and muscle dysmorphia is this just it's emerging in society in general honestly pressure on males to appear more muscular and lean has prompted a trend in this psycho behavioral disorders often linked to anorexia and bulimia and athletes in particular are susceptible to developing body image disorders because of the pressure surrounding sports performances and these societal trends promoting muscularity and leanness and men are more likely to obtain an atypical eating disorder and substance abuse issues compared to women, which I feel like that's not talked about, that men are actually more likely to obtain an atypical eating disorder and substance abuse. So these self-image issues from within gym experiences can stretch into their daily lives, like what they put into their body, and that was reported by Bradley University in a study, you know, in with the same thing with females a fit appearance is not a prototype that should be used across all individuals because it's different for each person at the end of the day and I feel like these phrases that are just thrown around like (laughs) do you even lift bro and like ego lifting phrases that have just hugely contributed to growing this awful gym setting and according to another study by NCBI, these phrases that are getting integrated in the mindsets into gym goers, their thoughts can lead to a significant risk of these mental illnesses because of the talk that goes on within gyms and surrounding gym culture. And gym personalities are not only negative effect of gym culture, but... But misinformation spread on social media about gym expectations and the culture in general can lead to an even larger disoriented perceptions of health and fitness. And according to Snap Fitness, it's unfair to prescribe the same workout routine to an entire population because not everyone can handle a restrictive diet that these people promote in a really unhealthy way and just go into these heavy weight lifting workouts and high intensity workouts and at the end of the day personal fitness needs to stay personal you know so when it comes to lifting and gym culture in general I wish I could sit here and say that there is just this one size fits all to the toxicity cure and that we can just all run on treadmills holding hands and be happy (laughs) but I think that we really just what it comes down to at this point in the world in society around gym culture I think in order to go forward with a better mindset around it we really need to start taking that personal fitness and, and making it personal again we need to just block out all the white noise and see it for what it is you know just go to the gym for you and only you and nobody else and when you work out make sure that you're doing it in a healthy and positive way that makes your body feel good if you need to unfollow all the in the fitness influencers you follow because they make you feel really bad about yourself and your fitness journey then do it if you need to switch gyms because you feel like you're being surrounded by really judgmental people that tear you down in the gym rather than lift you up and encourage you then do it we really need to stop promoting this toxic way of living and thinking it's okay because the core around it is supposedly healthy living because it's not healthy and it's hurting so many people and just especially I feel like this area is where men struggle the most and where men kind of feel like they're shut in a corner because they can't really talk about it because again the core is supposedly healthy living so it's kind of like if you're a man and you're having issues in the gym then you know what does that say about you so I feel like we just need to have a better conversation around it and stop taking it for what it is and stop promoting the the cutting and the all the things around lifting culture that are just really toxic so okay I feel like I kind of got off on a little little rant there at the end but again for this episode I really did try to do a lot of research on it but I don't want people to think that I don't have room to talk about this because I'm not involved in lifting culture. Um, But yeah, I I really just tried to share my general opinions about the gym as I've been seeing it as of recent and just the really toxic modern gym culture that it's become and the aesthetic around it is just, it's not good. Not good at the moment. But as always, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns feel free to shoot me a dm on instagram it's just my name at jamie robin with anything you want to chat about but that is all i have for you guys today and i will talk to you guys next week bye